the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Coop. Hello and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. I want to welcome you to our Church of the Week feature This segment is designed to connect you with pastors and churches in our community. And for the next half hour, I have the privilege of introducing you to the founder and senior pastor of Triumphant Word Community, sorry, Triumphant Word Christian Center, Mm -hmm. Pastor Ed Woodis. Pastor Ed, we want to welcome you to the studio today. Well, good morning. Hello, Dee. Thanks so much for coming in today. Uh, Now, we want to hear all about uh, what you're doing here in the city at Triumphant Word and and uh, you know what? Let me just scratch this whole first part because okay, I just okay. I bobbled this well, whole thing up, and <laughs> I just want to. And then I said, "Good morning." I don't know what in our air. It's supposed to be air. Not air in the afternoon. Yeah, one airs in the morning, one airs in the okay, afternoon. So, so let me, yeah, let me scratch that. Yeah, but um, but I we had community Bible church, and so then I said triumphant word community instead <laughs> of got the community in your head. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. did. That's the danger of doing back to back interviews, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll start over with this, all right? Okay. Okay. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. I want to welcome you to our Church of the Week feature designed to connect you with pastors and churches in our community. And for the next half hour, I have the privilege of introducing you to the founder and senior pastor of Triumphant Word Christian Center, Pastor Ed Woodis. Pastor Ed Woodis, we want to welcome you to the studio today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Well, we want to hear all about uh, what Triumphant Word's doing in the city and the community. But before we do that, why don't you just take a minute and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Uh, my name is Pastor Ed Woodis. Uh, uh, is correct. I'm, we're the founders, uh, my wife and I and family, of the Triumphant Word Christian Center here in San Antonio. And uh, we're located on the northwest side of the city. And uh, we've been uh, uh, open for uh, seven good years to the glory of God. That's amazing. So now you have uh, a wife and, and... I have wife and three children. Wife and three ch- children. Mm-hmm. So uh, they keep you young. Keep me young. All right. And keep me busy. Keep you busy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what... what uh, what brought you to uh, the San Antonio area? Have, were you have you been here? Were you raised here, or, or how did you end up in San Antonio? Well, it, it's kind of the uh, as the scripture uh, give us, um, you know, the the steps of a good man are ordered and directed and established by the Lord. Sure, over in Psalms twenty thirty seven, and so we were in California, and we thought we had it in our heart to to plant or pioneer a church, and uh, and uh, we thought. Uh, by the grace of God, we were going to stay in Southern California and and do that. But of course, God kept nudging us, and it just didn't seem right. So opportunities came available here in San Antonio, and we first came and helped uh, as an associate pastor another church for almost a year, and then we launched out and uh, opened the church in two thousand five. Okay, and uh, 
Now, what made you decide to pursue a life of ministry? Uh, were you always in ministry? Did you have a different occupation first, or was it uh, was it always ministry for you? What, how did all that transpire? Well, all that transpired, um, I guess, retranspired back when I was the age of uh, 18, when I received Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And that, that moment I got born again on April 22nd, 1983, uh, it was an Easter Sunday, and I knew awesome. at that point— uh, I was the only one to respond to the to the appeal to receive wow. Jesus, and that point the call came alive in me. And uh, I vaguely remember as a little child acting uh, like my father, uh, who was uh, who was a preacher and a, a pastor at the time, preaching to the trees and the cabbage patches and the, <laughs> in the backyard and the right. refrigerator. But uh, I kind of lost all that, you know, in my teen years. Uh, but I was I was move, going into it was in my freshman year in college, and, and then I accepted the Lord at that point, right before my 19th birthday, and then the call came alive in me at that point in time. So since then, I finished my undergraduate, and then, of course, I knew God wanted me to be a pastor specifically, and uh, and then from there, I went to Bible school. Okay. And uh, you said that your father was a pastor and, mm-hmm. and minister. How, how did that uh, play out in your in your life, you know, when when you were wrestling with the the question of spirituality and all of that, uh, it's difficult to be a, a pastor's kid sometimes. Yes. And yes, and uh, what what was your experience in in growing up in that environment? Well, my experience was uh, things were a little bit regimented as I thought back then when I was a young man. But I appreciate <laughs> them now: the sure. discipline and right. the, and the, the dedication and the diligence to, and to be faithful and and uh, go to church. <laughs> Right. Quite a bit, right. uh, as you as you kind of perceive at that age, but uh, the uh, uh, it, I think it was a breeding ground and a foundation because both my br- younger brother and my uh, younger sister are now in ministry, and so it was a family thing for all of us. And, you know, from my my mom and my dad, you know, breeding that heritage and that 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 God given assignment uh, into our life. They didn't force us or make us right they let god do his work in us and sure. i thought that was very very good for us sure that that's very important mm-hmm. especially in that environment it's so easy to sure. to force your kids into yes, into ministry yes, if yes. that's if that's your vocation yes that's right but uh you know you were talking a minute ago about uh being saved at the age of 18 mm-hmm. you know um i i'd like to hear more about that uh, mm-hmm. what what was your experience in that moment you know you had been raised in the church, mm-hmm. you know, you've been raised in a pastor's house. Mm-hmm. Now you're off at college. A lot of people right. at that point lose their faith. You're right. getting your faith yeah. for the first time, really getting <laughs> it solidified in there. Yeah. So uh, what, what was what was different about that time or that yeah. moment for you that, that solidified that? Yeah, and that's interesting what you asked that question because I, as I reflect back on it, you know, I was, uh, I was just um, – I had started college early because I skipped a grade because of academics and stuff like that. So I was always kind of a smart kid, I guess, if you want to say it that way. But um, so I started college early and I began to lose my uh, upbringing, as you would say, um, sure. during my freshman year. And, you know, tried to do the things, uh, not necessarily way out there, but didn't go wild, but to try to trying to loosen the loosen the controls a little bit and kind of test the waters a little bit sure. and got away from myself. And, I, and I, I, God kept tugging me. God kept dealing with me. And 
and the scriptures tell us, you know, the goodness of God leads us to repentance and, and, uh, he, he uh, uh, godly sorrow worketh repentance. So those things were working on me. I mean, I was getting ready to be 19. My birthday's May the first. And, uh, as we're leading up to Easter Sunday, you know, I was wrestling with God for probably about a month. And wow. uh, God was, I would go to bed crying and I actually, I was reading the Bible. I was actually reading Psalms and Proverbs at night on my knees and wasn't a Christian per se, professing Christian. I grew up in church, knew the religious game and played the, played the role, but I was never born again. I never accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and savior. And until that day, I, that night before I kind of acquiesced or yielded to the Lord and told him, yes, I'll do it. And that next day was obviously Easter Sunday. And then that day, it didn't, I didn't hardly hear this message my pastor preached. I know he preached a message about the cross and about Jesus sure. Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. But I didn't really hear that. I heard God more than I heard heard my pastor. And I guess I was hearing my God, God through my pastor. But um, in tears of my eye, I couldn't keep a dry eye during the whole sermon. Wow. And as soon as he made the call, I, I was the first one out of my seat and— I, I was sitting toward the back of the church, and I came all the way down to the front, and the church was packed and overflowing, and, and I was there, and I just uh, I gave my heart and my life to the Lord, and it's been a new life ever since. That's amazing. We're talking to Pastor Ed Woodis of Triumphant Word Christian Center, and uh, hearing your, your conversion or your, your full yes. surrendering to the, Holy, yes. to the Holy Spirit and to the, the cross of Christ is, is very powerful for people out there. Maybe they are younger in that cr- mm-hmm. in that crossroads, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them? You know, you said something very important. You were raised in the mm-hmm. religious game. You mm-hmm. you knew how to play it. You mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm. what was going on. You could say all the right things. You could put on all the right faces. You you knew mm-hmm. what to do. How how do they transition mm-hmm. when maybe all they've seen is religion mm-hmm. into a place where they can truly experience Christ? Mm-hmm. Well, for for me, it was just uh, um, desiring to to know the truth, and um, you know, at that time, you would say I was I was church wise. You know, there's a phrase that you can be worldly wise, but mm-hmm. I was a church wise kid. Church wise, because I was a you know a preacher's kid, and and I was also raised in church, so I knew the game. I knew how to, and you know, sung in the youth choirs, and the youth did all the plays, and uh, taught taught in some schools, Sunday school scenarios and that, but I wasn't saved. And, um, and I, until I surrendered to the only wise God and realized that he's smarter than me. Now, now God up, up until that point, what I didn't share was he was talking to me, you know, through, through the night hours or throughout my day. And he was kind of nudging me and warning me and leading me gently, uh, and wooing me and not forcing me, but saying, you know, if you keep going this way, you know, you know things are not going to turn out well. So sure. I knew that God was touching me. It was time for me. And uh, it his undeniable voice was speaking to me. Right, right. It's powerful. And uh, I hope that helps someone out there that's listening. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I want to I want to go in a little bit more to mm-hmm. to who you are and and mm-hmm. and the, the things that you do. And, mm-hmm. and uh, for people that are out there, they they may not know you they they don't understand what role you play and and uh the things that you're involved in so uh could you tell me just a, a minute because uh we we've been friends now for a little while mm-hmm. but if you could uh if you could talk a, a little bit about what it's like to be in bivocational ministry because mm-hmm. you you are mm-hmm. 
uh, a pastor, mm-hmm. a, a shepherd of mm-hmm. of a congregation, but mm-hmm. you were also a businessman. Sure. And uh, and, and talk about what what the that life is like, and and why you've chosen uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it it is a uh, divinely grace. Uh, graced balancing act because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you have to always keep your priorities uh, right, uh, certainly with God and certainly with uh, the family, sure. and then keep uh, church in proper perspective because, you know, ministry can consume you. It can. It, and uh, you give yourself to it, but you, your commitments and priorities must stay to God and to family, and that's the only way it works. And then God graces you for the rest. You know, he graces you for the, the things and the requirements of ministry. He graces you for business. Uh, I travel some for the business side, and uh, it's got by God's grace, and uh, I can't explain it any other way. And how do I do it? How do how do you manage it? It's God's grace that helps, and His timing and His uh, strength that we operate in to be able to balance uh, my relationship with God, my relationship with my wife and kids, and relationship with uh, the church, and certainly my role as a business person. Sure. And we're talking to Pastor Ed Woodis of Triumphant Word Christian Center. Pastor Ed, uh, you, you talked about the business world, the mm-hmm. church world, the family world. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're out in the business world, what are the correlations that you see between the the role you have to play in the business world mm-hmm. and the role you have as a senior pastor and mm-hmm. founder and leader uh, of your of your ministry and your mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it's the, the wisdom of God. You know, James uh, uh, tells us in James chapter one: If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So I had to learn early on that there's different postures I have to propose, in a sense, depending on where I'm at and who I'm with. Sure. So as a businessman, I have to posture as a as a boss yeah. and as a um, supervisor in some sort, as a, as a consultant to others. And then I have to posture myself as a witness for God's kingdom. And so in every scenario, I'm a witness. I don't, you know, uh, the Bible talks about uh, walk with wisdom in Mm -hmm. Colossians chapter four to them that are without uh, so that you and let your let your let your. Uh, speech be always seasoned, seasoned with, grace with grace and salt so that you may know how to answer every man who has a question about the hope. So you try to be salt and light in that area because that is a needed opportunity to sure. witness, to gain influence, to to to, to be a representative of, of the Lord Jesus Christ in that particular arena. And then, of course, at church, you know, I'm pastor. So mm-hmm. I have, that's a different posture. But when I get home, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm husband and father, right, right? Right. And so I had to take off my pastoral hat, so to speak, or posturing, and then be be a good husband to my wife and be a good father to my children. You know, uh, something that you said that's so important is uh, not missing those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're in the business world. You you probably run across mm-hmm. hundreds of different people throughout the the uh, the course of doing business and and mm-hmm. and involved in all those things. So many. I, I think it's amazing because uh, not that there's anything wrong with people who mm-hmm. only work at a church, but mm-hmm. to be involved in both, you, there's a relatability with your congregation. Yes, yes, yes. And to people out there that maybe they, they go to church, they're mm-hmm. believers, they're not in the ministry per se, mm-hmm. but they have an assignment where mm-hmm. where they're at. Talk to those people for a minute and, and, and uh, just communicate. 
what needs to be their mindset as they're going to work Monday yes, through yes, Friday? Yes, and I, and I always tell this to to the business people and the people in the, in the work in the secular arena at in my church that your, your business or your job is your ministry. That's good. And so uh, I have to look at it that way. And, you know, Colossians encourages us to do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I I tell them, give it your best because they have to see the Jesus in you. You are the living epistle. They may never read a Bible, but they're reading you. And so you make impact, really spiritual impact, by ministering to those around you. How do you do that? Well, you don't just go out and preach every day and make, but make your job or your business, your platform of example, of encouragement. Uh, they see the light, they see the, the way you conduct yourselves and that makes impact on others. Sure. And then when they do ask, if there's opportunity, you have the wisdom of God working through you to be able to give them a, a hope filled uh, answer about the Lord Jesus Christ. You're listening to Pastor Ed Woodis of Triumphant Word Christian Center. And Pastor Ed, again, you're saying so many things that are, are there's so many layers to this. Yes, Obviously, yes, we yes, can't yes. unpack it in 26 right. minutes. But, right. uh, but you know, once again, you're talking about being that light, being that example, being the word that people mm-hmm. would, would mm-hmm. read. And so many times it's, I, I watch in everyday life where, there are tons and tons of believers all mm-hmm. all throughout our our mm-hmm. great nation and mm-hmm. all throughout South Texas sure, that are listening sure, right now. Sure. But a lot of times there's a disconnect between orthodoxy and orthopraxy, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. where they know all the right things. Mm-hmm. They they understand the word of mm-hmm. God. They understand the teachings of Christ. Mm-hmm. But practically walking that out on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. They they really struggle mm-hmm. to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you're pastoring at Triumphant Word, when you're you're talking to to your people about living the word, mm-hmm. uh, what what do you what do you run into there as far as mentoring and, and teaching them? Mm-hmm. This is what to keep focused on. Mm-hmm. Well, the, uh, James gives us a very clear evidence, and I always teach this. I said um, the benefits and blessings come more so to those who do the word or practice the truth than those who just hear it. You know, James tells us, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only and deceiving yourself. So we try to make it real, practical application, you know, using your faith and your job. See, faith is just not just something you just come and worship on Sunday morning sure, or Sunday sure. night or Wednesday night or wherever a Bible study is going on. Uh, we tell them you, your faith has to go to work every day, there just you like go. you go to work. What is your faith looking at? Your faith is believing, trusting, depending on God, uh, acting on the word of God. Because your your belief is your faith in action. So, so what you believe, you will do. So we tell people to, to take the word of God to work in their behavior, in their daily conduct, in their daily use, and in their daily speech. That's good. That's good. Talking to Pastor Ed Woodis of Triumphant Word Christian Center. That name mm-hmm. is is significant, I, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. The the Triumphant Word Christian Center. Talk to us about how you came came up with that name and, and why oh, yes. why you why you chose that for yeah, your, yes, your Yes. Well the the um the um the scripture theme scripture is Second Corinthians two fourteen, which is as uh, now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Right. So our theme 
uh, Micah, is, is, is that we are always triumphant in Christ That's so good. that we can live victorious in life. So it's basically triumphant in Christ, victorious in life. So because we are triumphant in Christ and he's already got the victory for us because that great event, his death, burial, and resurrection, he did it all. And he says, when he rose from the dead in Matthew 28, I've got the keys of death and hell in my hand. Right. And so he delegated that authority. So in Christ, we are complete. There you go. In him, we live and move and have our being. So we have to be in Christ, not just in church. Now, it's good to be in church because we're not to forsake ourselves together. But I always take it further. It, have you seen yourself in Christ lately? If you're not impressed with who you are in Christ, you haven't seen him lately. So the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that we, we are new creations in Christ. Old things are passed away. All things become new. So uh, God has made us so brand new. Like that he we have to introduce ourselves to our new self. That's good. So it's being totally transformed in Christ. So triumphant always in Christ. The word is always triumphant because the Bible says to us in Acts that so gradually, mildly grew the word of God and prevailed. And so the word of God, as it grows in our lives, will prevail in everything and over everything in our lives. That's good. And Christian, obviously, that's our Christian theme and and center, which means we're a place of learning, a place of listening, a place of growing through the grace of God and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's good. I, I like you. I like what you said there that you have to introduce yourself to your new self. To your new self. <laughs> that's yes. good. That's, that's right. Good. Pastor Ed Wood is a triumphant word Christian center. Um, now, when when you're coming to uh, now pastoring a church mm-hmm. and, and leading a congregation. Right, right. Uh, most churches and, and pastors, they have either a set of core values or a mission right, statement right. or something that is at the core of who they are mm-hmm. that, that they say, this is going to be our due north mm-hmm. uh, compass for our ministry. Mm-hmm. But what, what would you say that is for you at, at, at Triumphant Word? Is, is there a set of core values or a, a mission statement or something specific that mm-hmm. you keep at the forefront mm-hmm. of who you are? Yeah, we have uh, – we have uh, – we have a an acronym, as you want, want, might want to say it. It's called Living Word, and uh, I think uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I'll over. But but we we want the word to be alive, not just some lesson or history or some story that we kind of reflect on, but something that we live out, something that transforms our lives. And so that acronym kind of is the center of what we are: Living the Word, Living Word. Now we have four four basic fundamentals in our mission statement, which is basically that we are to to reach out and uh, and bring people to Jesus, and that we are to uh, equip other people in their God given call and assignment in life. Because we're not just just a church to 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 be exclusive and kind of uh, closed off from the world, but we we know that all people are a gift from God. That, that 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 call on the name of Jesus, and so we want to bring and nurture that gift and nurture that call, and then of course we want to equip them to do their work in ministry, and then of course we know that the time and days that we live in is short, so we have to prepare people for the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have a future focus, you know, a, a, a present focus, and of course uh, going out to to win souls, evangelism focus to go and, and reach and bring people to Jesus and the saving knowledge of our Lord. That's that's a great 
great mission. Now, if someone wanted to come to your church mm-hmm. and, and uh, attend one of your services, what can they expect? They can expect a good word, uh, good praise and worship, and a good uh, uh, spirit in our congregation and friendly people. Uh, the Holy Spirit will confirm that word and, and it be a blessing to all those who come. So you'll never be the same. It'll be a life-changing experience for you. And can you give us some specific times and uh, when you have your services so mm-hmm. someone that wants to attend can can find you? Yes, yes. We we have uh, we have uh, on Sunday mornings we have our what we call our school where we uh, we either have school of the Bible, school of prayer, um, school of leadership, different type of schools. But that's at nine thirty, and that's welcome to anybody who would like to attend. And then uh, so we change up depending on what quarter or what semester we're in. So that's kind of our Christian education format. So like our Sunday school. And before that, we have church prayer at 845 on Sunday morning. So those that desire prayer or want to come to prayer, we have prayer on Sunday mornings. And then we have our regular worship service at 1030. And then we have youth services on uh, Sunday evenings. Uh, uh, An occasion we have special prayer services on Sunday at at 6 o'clock. And then, of course, on Wednesday night, we have our midweek service at seven o'clock. That's excellent. And I, I would let me let me just add this. Now, I saved a little time for me at the end so I can just I can just uh, let people know. Um, I, I've known Pastor Ed Woodis uh, from Triumphant Word Christian Center for a little while now. And uh, I, I just want to, to let you know that I I've listened to several of your CDs I've heard you speak several times. I, we're, we're part of a pastor's fellowship mm-hmm. together where yes, I've, yes. you know, you've, you've unpacked some things for us in there. And, and uh, Pastor Ed has a phenomenal teaching ministry of the Word of God. And, and uh, you, 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 would, you would find much meat of the Word if you, uh, if you attend his service. It's, a, it's an excellent place to be, and uh, I'd love to encourage you to go. Pastor Ed, do you have any uh, any final words to anyone that you'd like to say out uh, that may be listening just uh, to encourage them today in the Lord? Yes. Uh, the Scripture tells us in 1 John 5, verse number 4, that this is the victory that overcometh the world. And it, it, and it says, even our faith. And so we emphasize, Pastor Micah, that, that no man can be bound or stay in the same position by uh, with faith, no matter how he or she may be fettered. So they can be changed and transformed. So whatever the situation is, economically, uh, uh, relationally, uh, mentally, physically, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So it's not just faith in ourselves, but it's faith in God and faith in his word, because he is a God that will never lie never change or never fail. And so that's who I encourage our listening listeners to put their complete total trust and reliance on in. Thank you so much, Pastor Ed. Uh, on behalf of AM 630 KSLR, we want to invite you to visit Triumphant Word Christian Center for one of their services. Their church is located at 1896 Grandstand Drive, or you can call them at 210-823-5942 or visit them on the web at twcc-sa.org. Pastor, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, and Pastor Mike. We, we, we pray blessing on you and the work you're doing at Triumphant yes. Word. Amen. May everything that you put your hands do, uh, to prosper and, and, and be profitable for the kingdom and for 
the gospel of Jesus Christ. We, we appreciate you so much in Thank your ministry. You. Thank so. you. Glory be to God. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Church of the Week feature with Pastor Ed Woodis. I am Micah Coop, and keep listening to AM630 KSLR, The Word in South Texas. Amen. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.